Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today we maliciously comply with some cash. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, I really have to shake everyone's hand. Okay. This happened like 15 years ago in Germany. I was in my apprenticeship in a big coal mine, once the pride of German industry. We were 50 apprentices every year. Here you have to do 3 years apprenticeship before you become an electrician, for example. And my company employed around 4,000 people at that time. The coal sector in Germany was in decline, and it was cheaper to import coal from China, Poland, or Australia. So the company got big subsidies by the state, and it showed. Stuff wasn't replaced, people had to do more shifts. All in all, there was an atmosphere, especially in management, of having to prove you are still useful, in a sense. While most people were pretty chill, retirement plans for the older workers were solid, and us younger people knew we weren't going to work there long term from the beginning. The upper management still wanted to show they were the big shots. So one day, all the apprentices called into a big meeting with the top manager of our section, and he told us that we had too much sick days. In Germany, you can have as many sick days as you need, and you get paid for them in full. There are some other things about pay and sick days in Germany not important to this story, but if you want to nitpick or learn more, just read up on German labor laws. It's fun, I promise. He even had a full PowerPoint presentation with how many days we had, what was the reason, there were charts and figures and such stuff, the whole management spiel. In the end, His idea was that from now on, we all had to give our sick notices to him personally in his office at the first day of absence. This is kinda not 100% legal, I guess. I am no lawyer, but we were all young people and had little to no knowledge about this. Why he wanted to do it this way was clear. He thought many of us were faking their sicknesses to get a long weekend or whatever. Up to then, you only had to phone in when you were sick and could either send your doctor's notice by mail or bring it in and leave it at the office receptionist. Wasn't good enough anymore, I guess. Directly the week after the meeting, I got a bad stomach bug. Don't ask me what it was. Maybe I ate something bad or it was just the season. No idea. After I spray painted my parents' bathroom all night, I go to my doctor first thing in the morning, and I got a doctor's notice and was instructed not to go under people for the next couple of days in case I was contagious. So I went home and phoned the receptionist at the office to tell them I was sick and I couldn't come in. He transferred me to the manager, who told me I had to hand him the notice personally. No ifs or buts. If I didn't, I would get a write-up or worse. I knew he thought I was lying, and that didn't sit right with me. In all the time there, I only missed work for one week, and that was because I had a broken foot. Yes, I worked in a coal mine with a broken foot. I am not nearly as tough as this makes me sound. And I didn't like to be accused like that, even though it was only implied. By law, you are not forced to tell your employer why you're sick, only that you are sick. Cue my malicious compliance. I said, sure, I'll be right there. 
I got into my car, drove to my workplace, and got to the office. My manager was in a meeting with some higher-ups in the company, and I was instructed to wait. But as he heard I was there, I was invited into the room full of people in expensive suites who looked like they had serious business to do, or whatever, maybe the cookies were good there, I don't know. So he made me stand in front of all of these important people in the company and made me introduce myself to everyone with a handshake. I didn't protest. Why would I? He insisted. I shook the hands of the manager of production and finances and development, everyone who was there, and I introduced myself. I'm sure it was meant to scare me into not having any false sick days anymore. Then, with a triumphant smile, he asked me why I was there, and I pulled out my doctor's notice, gave it to him and said, As you instructed me, I have to give you my doctor's notice in person. I got a bad case of stomach flu this night and just wanted to let you know, I'll be sick for the rest of the week. Their faces were priceless, and he pushed me out of the way too fast for me to really cherish the situation. My stomach was better by next week, and the rule about our sick days was lifted. Honestly, this guy getting away with it with only having to just can that policy? This guy's pretty darn fortunate because if anybody, especially all of those important people, I think truly cared enough, this guy could have been fired out of a cannon from this company. Also, hi. I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, I'm just a bartender and you know everything? Okay, have a nice shower. Happened about 10 years ago now. I'd been working in catering and hospitality, managing pubs, for about 10 years at that stage. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. The catering company I worked for had come up short-staffed for a smallish function-slash-festival they were putting on. Probably max 200 people at a venue they controlled. I was in a different division, but was asked to help out on the bar and the bump in and out. Easy enough, and the music was looking pretty good, so I agreed. It was in the middle of spring. The weather had not yet been really warm, so we were expecting decent numbers, but nothing special. Bringing in the bar was easy enough. The venue was massive and easily able to accommodate the truck, etc. Having a single mobile bar with just one tap tree was probably on the light side, but I figured the venue manager knew what he was doing. So I introduced myself to him and got to work. I unloaded and brought all the gear and beverage in and made a couple of attempts to discuss how we'd set up the service area. Each time was shut down with progressively more aggressive language until he finally told me, I've run dozens of functions in this venue. I think I know how to set it up. We really only asked for a bartender. Okay, no problem, I thought. 
I didn't mention to him that it had been me that had picked up the truck from the warehouse, collected the bar and 10 kegs from our supplier, as well as the other beverage package, and delivered it to him, or that I was the only one able to bump it all out at the end of the evening. So I just agreed with whatever he said and set it up how he wanted. So the weather ended up being a beautiful day, about 27 degrees Celsius, 80 degrees Fahrenheit, with a light breeze, and the turnout was more like 400, much better than expected. Pretty quickly, it turned out that we were struggling to keep up with bar service, so I suggested that rather than a traditional service, we should have one person on the till, one person constantly pouring beers, i.e. never shut off the tap, and one person filling other drinks, wine and soft drinks, etc. Again, I was snapped at by the now clearly stressed venue supervisor, you just keep serving and let me do the thinking. Okay, so now I'd had enough. Customers were getting frustrated at the slow service and this peanut was too proud to accept service from someone far more experienced. And then the keg blew. I was about to change it when the peanut stepped in and said he would take care of it. I checked that he knew what he was doing and was assured he'd done it a hundred times and to back off and to leave it to him. So I did. I watched him not uncouple the gas line and go straight for the beer lock. Happily, he had his face right in the spot, so as soon as he cracked the lock, he copped a huge spray in the face of nice, warm beer foam. All through his hair and all over his glasses, wet all down the front of his shirt as well. It was glorious, and the first 30 people in line thought so as well, because they'd witnessed some of his antics. I didn't hear much out of him for the rest of the day. He asked me to change the kegs when needed and pretty much stayed away from the service area. We streamlined things as well, and although it didn't end up a success as far as customer satisfaction, it was not the disaster that was brewing. While I completely understand why OP did what they did, they could have spoken up and just said, hey, I do a lot more than just be a bartender. I get it, but they also could have prevented the whole thing. Our next story is, stop being nice and helpful, do your job as directed. Worked as an environmental health and safety person for a manufacturing and repair company, I deal with OSHA inspections, chemical management, and spill reporting. I do a lot of walk around and fix a lot of issues. Floor signs, door signs, blocked panels, trash, and other safety issues. I put in service requests for them to be fixed. Due to being sick, I got behind on my tasks. Not by much, but enough that I had to slow down to get them done, work a little over time. Had a doctor's note for breathing issues and that I won't be at 100% for a while. Well, had my review for my position, being too nice, helping outside of my position, not finishing jobs as directed. I needed to do my job as directed. My raise and bonus was not given this year for that. Okay, so I requested a job description and tasks. When I had them in an email, I said I would only be doing them because of my contract and that's it. Confirmation email 10 minutes later for it. Three months down the line, we have our big audit. My side of EHS of the department was given a 95 out of 100. Very good score. I was docked 5 on the issue with chemical management. We had three drums get misplaced for about a month. This is a huge facility, four different buildings at 400 to 500,000 square feet. So I took my issues and went about my day. They have some points system for the audit. One week later, we had a meeting about the audit. Rest of EHS ended up with a 79 to 82 for the audit. 
They had 19 floor and wall signs that had been damaged, 10 blocked panels, 2 mislabeled waste bins, 3 waste bins without labels, and many more. In my company, you have two main groups, Green Badge, Full-Time, and Yellow Badge, Contractors. I'm contracted and have been the past 6 years. The ones in charge of the inspections that had issues are full employees. They noticed I stopped putting in the maintenance requests to have stuff fixed. I ended up telling them that I had my review and was told, being too nice, helpful, and to do my job as directed. I gave the head of the department, his company manager, and the other rep that had come in the emails. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My direct boss tried to say that he did not mean that, but the email showed me what I was to do. I was taken aside with my direct boss and the main EHS department bosses and my contracted company rep. Talked to about expanding my scope of work to back to reporting and maintenance requests. I said if my bonus and raise from last year are given and an adequate raise for my new responsibilities are given, then I would consider it. They complied with my request and gave me more on my bonus because of getting the highest score on the audit. The EHS team I work for at my facility is 9 people. We had 5 new by the end of the month. I guess malicious compliance worked in my favor. They just didn't realize how good they had things going with OP. And I'm willing to bet their performance review knocks were literally done in an effort to try to just save money. To be fair though, what OP did here is not a bad thing to do in practice in general. If you have your job description and you know what tasks you are literally supposed to do, you can't go wrong, right? You can't be faulted for not doing your tasks if you do your tasks. Our next story is Accidental Basic Training Malicious Compliance My dad was enlisted in the US Army during Vietnam, rather than potentially be drafted. In basic training, trainees were repeatedly told to do exactly what was told, not what the trainee thought he was supposed to do, even to the point of tricks played to make sure he was listening to exact instructions. So there he was on the range for grenade training. Pre-brief tells him as long as he does not let go of the arming spoon, Mr. Grenade is still your friend. Noted, when it comes time to practice, the drill instructor tells the group, Pull the pin and throw it high and long down range. My dad pulls the pin and throws the pin high and long down range. He keeps holding the grenade spoon, feeling perfectly safe, as everyone else throws their grenade. He got push-ups. Apparently there's no leeway for malicious compliance in army basic training. I mean, as far as dangerous malicious compliances go, this is probably pretty up there as far as what I've read, and to be fair, He's not wrong, just has to keep a firm grip on the spoon. Our next story is, cheaper to pay with cash? Fine, have it your way. I usually pay with things using my credit card. I find that it's way more convenient than carrying cash. This one restaurant that I go to has recently started a policy that I don't like. I'm constantly reminded of this policy by one snooty cashier. Every time she rings you up, she says the total, And then she makes a big production of seeing the credit card, 
It's another button, and then says a higher total. She then smiles and says, Just a reminder, it's cheaper to pay with cash. Today, I put this policy to the test. When she did her little head bob of recognition at my credit card, I put it away and said, Actually, I'm paying cash today. I pulled nearly 60 quarters out of my pocket and set them on the counter. She looked like someone had just thrown up all over her. That fake cheeriness she typically has when touting the policy evaporated. I turned to the folks behind me, smiled sweetly and said, Sorry, it's cheaper to pay with cash. As the seconds turned into minutes, I just kept repeating, Sorry folks, they get charged a fee to use credit cards. It's cheaper with cash. It's not about the money for me. It's about the principle of it. Cards are easier, cleaner, and more convenient. As the cashier found out in a very visceral way as she counted the quarters. Honestly, the whole thing reminded me of those old commercials that compelled me to get the credit card in the first place. Price of a meal with cash? $14.30. Price of a meal with card? $14.87. The look on that snooty bench's face? Priceless. See, when OP said cards are easier, cleaner, and more convenient, as the cashier found out in a very visceral way, I thought OP was going to go full butt pennies route. If you know, you know. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.